no piddle, no problem. No zyber, no zroblem. This is Bombers. Hey everybody, welcome to Bombers. My name is Spiegel. I am bomber number one, also known as the guy who hosted the awesome show starters podcast that you should all go listen to stop listening to this podcast and uh you know what we're just gonna leave a big chunk of time right here for you to go listen to that podcast starting now okay now uh dag is here yeah welcome back to the slightly subpar version of the podcast now that you've come off of that amazing episode of Show Starters. Yeah, it was really cool to get to interview Reed. Uh, never fear, the Show Starters podcast likely will not be replacing Bombers anytime soon. Uh, but it was a good time. Uh, go check out Bloodborne, now streaming on a... not Nope, not streaming for like five more months. But still going to be an awesome movie. Deg, you like horror movies? Me? No, that's Zyber. Yeah, no, you love horror movies. Who me? No, that's yes, Iber. No, that's you. Oh, new, cool. What's coming out? What? Nothing. It's the it's Christmas time, uh, and everyone is mad about everything. Uh, let's do game releases. Uh, Bombers is a show about video games, kind of. Um, and uh, no piddle and no Zyber this week means no structure and no pants. Dag, what's coming out this week? Uh, my legs from my pants. Uh. Yeah, uh, and your super meat boy. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to reveal. We're about to reveal our super meat boy, which goes on forever. Coming out December 23rd. What day of the week is December 23rd? Speaking of, actually, uh, that is a Wednesday, Deg. It is. Uh, it is uh, coming cool. to Nintendo Switch and PC. Uh, they showed it off in the uh, the most recent Nintendo Indie World Direct. Which I don't know if you watched that thing, Deg, but that was a nightmare. That was not good at all. That was like, they, they, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel in 2020 here for games. Because I didn't even watch it. It, it was sprung. I mean, you, if you want to have me do something, you know, you got to give me a little bit of an advanced warning. At least two days, preferably a week. That's why we schedule out these Bombers recordings. My time is precious. Because I'm putting a lot of my time into making Bombers for you. Why are you, why are you talking like that? I don't know. That's I don't know what's wrong with that. Not me. a natural way of speaking. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so that sucked. Uh, today, as we're recording the Super Nintendo World Direct, they had another one, uh, another Nintendo Direct. This one was for the the theme park. Uh, so Nintendo really branching out at this point. I, I can't wait uh, to see the um, Mario Movie Direct, where they just like show a couple of scenes from the movie. Is that coming out next year? Do we do we know that for sure? Is that a thing? Yeah, the the Mario movie Universal Pictures is doing it. Uh, it's 2022, I think. Do they have a cast? This is the first time learning about it. I've been under a rock, apparently. Oh, here we go. I got it. Okay, Super Mario Brothers, the movie. Okay, th- this is not that Super Mario Brothers, the movie. This is the animated movie. So are um, they finally doing a sequel that they teased in the end of that one? <laughs> yeah, this ain't no game. Well, th- guess what? The Super Mario Brothers movie 2 is a game. Because it's animated, so it could be a game. They should totally do a uh, game tie-in to the film. That would be kind of cool, I think. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to play Super Mario, the movie, the game, and then later go back to theaters to watch Super Mario, the movie, the game, the movie. 
Oh man, could you imagine if they if they just they kept doing movie to game to movie to game to movie to game and like it could just go on forever until it it no longer just, even has the Mario Brothers in it and it's just it's just it, it's been uh creative liberties have been taken to their most extreme at that point. That's just Sonic. <laughs> it it becomes Sonic the Hedgehog the movie too. Uh, which is that that's a thing too actually i think that that was announced i did i did hear about that one Ugh. yeah anyway everything you are about to hear is completely false and fabricated by the liars on the internet the mario brothers movie is a 2022 full-length feature animated film directed by phil lord and christopher miller the movie is so awesome they need they needed two directors that's usually not a great sign no that's a great thing it's fantastic Mm. nope i don't want to hear it this is going to okay. be the greatest movie ever made. And the tagline is apparently a hero, a plumber, and plumber is crossed out, and then next to it it says, Hero Rises, and, Summer and then, 2022. And then Hero is crossed out, and next to it is written Hedgehog. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that actually is the... Oh my gosh, they've got the cast and everything. Look at this. Okay, Charles Martinet is going to play Mario and Luigi. Yes, sold. Dude, I'm sold a... on it. I'm sold. Oh, hold on, on. immediately. This is this is freaking crazy. Okay, I'm gonna read the cast. This is this is wild. Zoe Saldana. I don't even know who that is, but Princess Toadstool. Uh, Adam Sandler is gonna play Bowser. I'm not sold on that anymore. You know what movie movie? You're, hold you're on. like There's real roller coaster of emotion. There's here. more. Okay, Ben Schwartz is Yoshi. John Cleese is playing Toadsworth. Are you wow. sold again? I am now. I have. This is a to roller coaster ride. This is crazy, I, right? Oh man! Uh, Bill Farmer, Tom Kenny, and Maurice Lamarche doing the voice for Toads. Uh, awesome. They played a lot of characters. Uh, Tom Kenny plays SpongeBob SquarePants. Um, Maurice Lamarche plays like every character in Futurama. Yep. <laughs> uh, Billy West is going to be the Goomba. Every- Every character in Futurama. Yeah, <laughs> every character in the Mario Brothers movie. Uh, and so he plays Goomba and uh, Professor Farnsworth, and then there's a bunch of other people. Um, oh, and apparently the Billy Joel song. Or th- there's oh no, I'm sorry. Apparently the Jay Z song "Empire State of Mind" is in this movie. It's slightly different from Billy Joel. They've got the. I, I'm cutting that. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i thought uh, okay i'll keep it in now I, I don't know why i thought that billy joel did empire state of mind maybe it's just because it's new york i don't know um, <laughs> yikes this is i don't even i don't mad. even know about this this is freaking crazy. i'm more excited for this than i was for the sonic movie i'll tell you that i you get to, you get john cleese to play toadsworth okay that's all i need I'm looking forward to the plot line where one of the toads gets left outside Panucci's Pizza for a, an entire millennia. Oh, that's a sad episode. Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched Jurassic Bark with uh with my wife the other day, and by the end of it we were just like we were just lying in bed and just like mm, this is so depressing. We went to sleep and then then the next day happened and then we went on with our Didn't lives. That was that was a tough night. I didn't want to wake up. The, the nightmares were real. Now, I'm I'm sold on this movie now. I can't wait for Mario the movie, the game, the show, which is the animated adaptation thereof. The Super Mario Brothers Super Movie Game Show. 
Starring Captain Lou Albana. And John Cleese. And yep. Adam Sandler <laughs> as Bowser. The, the fact that they actually have Charles Martinet in there is pretty great. I mean, but really, I mean, who else could you have gotten? You know what I mean? Like, there, uh, there's just no... Bob Hoskins. <laughs> Isn't Bob Hoskins dead? Yes. But also was Mario. <laughs> Mario is dead? I... He's just no, missing. He's not dead. Oh, he's in a painting, right? No, he's missing. He he's uh he's a lot of he's basically he needs to go on a journey around the world like to a bunch of different landmarks uh to try to find his brother Mario. This is Luigi. Uh this this movie stars Luigi and it's uh it's um oh shoot. John Leguizamo and his quest to find his dead missing brother. I, again, would watch that film too. <laughs> Uh, all right, that's enough of that. This wasn't even on our little document. Uh, all right. It's, it's too good. <laughs> I don't even know how we got here. <laughs> uh, all right, oh, um, Piddle, come back. Um, yeah, <laughs> now, it's, now it's time for gaming news headlines that will age poorly. Deg, everyone is mad about everything. What are people mad about right now in the world the of su- games? Uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Nope, nobody's mad about that after reading off the cast list. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you one thing that uh, I've been sort of personally following a lot is people are really mad about the Cyberpunk 2077 release. And it's bonkers, the amount of like fan rage that is going on online right now with that. People are so bored. The- Dude, this is <laughs> like, I've never seen anything like this for a game that, you know, purportedly is kind of broken. But as far from the most broken release we've seen, even in the last year? Even from this same studio, presumably? Well, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Everyone says The Witcher 3 was broken on launch, but I don't remember seeing any of those reports. But anyway, I digress. This, this, This seems a little extreme. What do you think about everything? I think it seems a little bit extreme, and... I definitely have one of those outside looking in sort of opinions on it. Because I look at that and I'm like, everybody wanted this game to come out. You didn't want to wait for it. And then it came out and now you're mad that it's too early? What did you expect? You you were sending literal death threats to these people saying you wanted this game to come out. People just want to send death threats. I guess. they're doing it now, now that the game came out and apparently sucks. Now, you're right. We are a little bit uh, on the outside looking in, not really a part of the zeitgeist that is tearing into this thing. Um, So believe it or not, Bombers is going to present maybe a little bit more of a rational take on this. Um, How about this? If you don't want your games to suck, don't pre-order them. And then don't buy them before the reviews come out if there's a review embargo and you're not happy with that then just don't buy the game i mean you can't as a consumer you can't expect a company to have 100 percent culpability on this stuff because you're the person who ultimately made the decision to buy the product basically sight unseen at that point based on what we normally know about games prior to release we normally know everything because the reviews are out and 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 people make their purchase decision at that point yeah, and I think there's definitely a lot to be said about the fact that all of these complaints are from last-gen systems, Xbox One and PlayStation 4, running poorly. Yeah, they're last-gen at this point. Like, the game was designed for PC and ported to console. 
there's al- already been issues. I mean, how many games have been ported from console to PC and don't work properly? Arkham <laughs> Knight or whatever. It's that funny that you said that. That was like the first game that came to my mind when you said that yeah. a, a console game ported to PC that didn't work. But actually, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is out on PC, right? Yes. Any reports? It pretty much works fine on PC, other than the normal kind of early glitches that you would expect from any title that's that any open world game vast yeah. and immersive and open world. I mean, the same exact kind of problems I'm sure that Witcher Three had when it came out are just what you see on the PC. But I guarantee that a lot of these complaints that people have, they were, where they're really amping up their vitriol over the whole thing, is because they're mad about the stuff going on on console. And not paying attention to the fact that this is basically a standard PC release. Yeah, it's a crappy console release, but it's a pretty good PC release. I don't know. I'm kind of, I understand that there was a lot of outrage about like Anthem and, but you know, this, this actually reminds me more of the No Man's Sky situation more than it does the Anthem situation. When Anthem came out, it sort of just landed like a wet fart and it was just like, okay, that sucked. Now let's move on. But this, it just, it feels like there's a lot more anger. And I don't know if it's just people want to be angry. People haven't had stuff to be angry about for a while. I don't know. I That comparison makes me think, like, No Man's Sky, a lot of the anger in, in that particular situation was the overselling of features. And, and basically, the developer, let's be honest, lying about what the game was going to be when it was released. Which is not quite what happened here with CD Projekt Red and Cyberpunk 2077. Well, it was more unless lying can, by omission, right? Unless you consider a lie of omission to count, because I, the game works on PC. Did they ever clearly say that they were really showing PC and like next or like now current gen footage when they were showing this game off? No, they never showed off any of the quote unquote last gen uh, performance. It was all like PC generated, etc. But they never really said that. When I first saw the game, I thought it was next gen. I thought it was a PS5 and Xbox um, next box game yeah. at the time. I mean, that, uh, whatever they wanted to call it. It just strikes me of as the caveat emptor. You know, you buy a game carte blanche without seeing what it's like before the review. Like you said, you you get what you pay for, and in this case, you paid for whatever it was, not knowing because no one had seen anything about it on those consoles. Well, and it's all fine and good to to even blame the consumer as far as that goes. But even if you want to forgive people and say, well, they they were kind of lying by omission and all that stuff, and they released a broken game for people to to buy, you know, sight unseen. Okay, that's fine if you want to blame them for that. But they're offering full refunds in in a very unprecedented way, just pulling the game off of you know the PS4 store and the Xbox One, and you look like you really want to say something. No, it's just that I was that was the next thing that I wanted to bring up because that's yeah. nuts that Sony pulled the entire thing off of the store. That Sony is going against what frankly has been a traditionally very strict refund policy. Yeah, on the Sony PSN. does not do this. Period. They don't. Yeah, this is absolutely unprecedented and completely wild that this has come up. I think it really goes to show how much of an impact this is having on gaming culture in general. Who knows what type of ripple effect this is going to have down the line with the PSN because I imagine Sony's going to be like, well, that was a one-time thing because it's it's Sony. But there's a precedent now. People are going to stop pre-ordering, I'll tell you that. Oops. I hope. I hope. 
No chance. Pre-order culture. No chance. Bombers has been complaining about pre-order culture since before Bombers was a thing. That doesn't sound like us. I don't know. I don't. I don't really pre-order stuff. I pre-order, you know, Nintendo games because uh, I know they're going to be awesome. Nintendo has an unbelievable yeah. track record of awesome games, and I don't know. I just I have uh, I have a what I would consider a very discerning eye when it comes to this stuff. Not to say that That's... I, you know, that, like that I know everything, but I don't know. Just I don't like taking chances. Show me the money. Show me the games. And the review embargo culture that we have is frankly disgusting, in my opinion. You're just trusting that people will buy the game when they don't know anything about it other than the official press releases, which, let's be honest, you're going to get away with as much as you can in your official releases because you want to Yeah, you want to talk about lying by omission. I mean, that's... Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's enough of happens. that. We've literally spent half the show on the Super Mario Brothers movie and Cyberpunk. We need to move on. Because that's I want the good. cyberpunk Super Mario movie. You know, the one that came out Ooh. in the 80s. Yes, 90s, 1993. Bob Hoskins. Yeah, it was 90s. John Leguizamo, right. yeah. Dennis Hopper, Adam Sandler. All right, let's talk about Smash Brothers. People are upset oh, about Smash boy. Brothers. And the, the, the free melee thing is kind of old at this point. I don't think anyone really still cares. But somebody actually, like, seriously used that hashtag last night while talking to me. Uh, and I was like, okay, this has got to stop. No one, no one really, no one important cares about this. <laughs> Sorry. It's true, though. What a, it's what a 19-year-old a game. Get over it. Get over it. Manufactured rage. Like, how, you don't have direct Nintendo support for this game that they haven't supported the console it's on for how long now? When GameCube was discontinued. 14 years. Yeah. I what do you, what do you want Nintendo to do? Smash community. That that game should be dead. You're the only ones keeping it alive. They they say that uh, the the Smash community argues, okay, that Nintendo is purposely shunning its fan base uh that could potentially like get them more viewers and thus get them more money. A Super Smash Brothers Wrong. Melee is not making money for Nintendo. B Nobody nobody freaking cares about watching a Super Smash Brothers Melee tournament online that isn't already kind of into the idea of buying and playing a Super Smash Brothers game. And if they were to buy Super Smash Brothers Melee, guess who's not making any money on that? Nintendo. Th- this is just primarily just a PR thing for them. And they're like it's worth the risk because this small, this tiny insignificant number of just rage nerds that are upset that Melee is being held hostage by the evil corporation Nintendo is just like, it's so over the top. You can blame Nintendo for a lot of stuff, for being anti-consumer on a lot of stuff. This, to me, is a drop in the ocean of things that you could actually care about with any actual meaning. As we know, Nintendo both... Nintendo is the type of company that doesn't care what the fans want. Nintendo goes... The fans are idiots. You don't know what you want. What you want like is bombers. this. Yeah, exactly like Bombers. They, <laughs> Nintendo, Nintendo says, that thing that you keep asking for, we're not giving it to you because you're not going to be happy no matter what we do. So we're going to tell you what you want, and then we're going to release it, and guess what? It always actually ends up being what we want anyway. That's why Nintendo has this great track record. That's why they've been so strong. That's why the Switch is going to outsell every console on the market right now. I mean, we've got the numbers. 
It's it's uh I made a bold prediction the other day. I think the Switch is going to outsell the PS4 by the end of uh, their shelf lives. I, I, I absolutely agree, for sure. Which is crazy. It's a power. That's in, that's insane to think about now. Three years after this, like almost four years after it launched now, but I mean the Wii U was a complete dumpster fire, yeah. and the Switch was released to you know generally kind of middling you know middling press, middling good. People weren't super. They weren't like super impressed, but they're like, okay, this could be all right. But no, it's turned into this gargantuan powerhouse of a console that's just like destroying everything in its path and is outselling every console combined the week after Black Friday. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine, though, what how great the Switch would be doing right now if they just made it handheld only and got rid of the Joy-Cons? Because, like, they're losing 80% of their sales. It would be 80% better. Uh, and and uh, they would have 80% more games... And, uh, you know, Melee would be 80% more relevant. More free? Uh, 80% Melee. Hashtag 80% Melee. Hashtag Bombers uh, at This Is Bombers. Oh, yeah. We need to do the housekeeping stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. At This oh. Is Bombers on Twitter. Uh, this Is Bombers at gmail.com. Uh, this Is Bombers on Twitch. Is is that? I don't know. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, that, that sounds right. Uh, we have a Discord server, whatever. Yeah, uh, whatever. It's if you're not here already, we're probably not going to get you, but you should totally join us. We'll acknowledge your existence. It'll make you happy. It would be kind of odd at this point if uh, people are discovering the podcast before they discover the server. Like, who who's doing that? I'm not advertising this podcast anywhere. Uh, you know, I've advertised it enough at this point that anybody who I would advertise to that isn't listening to it already is not going to listen to it. Uh, one day. Oh, and also, sorry, I'll let you go first this time since you let me go first last time. Nope, cut it. All right, cool. Visual joke. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. We've cut this whole section because I've actually literally forgotten what I was going to nope, say. It's, nope, <laughs> now it's staying in. All right. Ah, darn it. One thing I will say oh, is um, that... Uh... Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I remembered it. I remembered it. It was... Thanks to Fairmiradon Hamaru and our best friend Rob for giving us money to make this crap. There it is. That's okay, it. Yeah, That's what can, I was going to say. The shout out. You can do that on Patreon. That's all staying in the show. All right. Now that our moment it's of unprofessional, uh, unprofessional. Well, that's the entire podcast. But uh, at any rate, we're going to march on and we're going to talk about some other stuff. And can uh, I, one of the wait. things. What? I want to. I want to harp on Smash Brothers a little bit more. If I. Oh, may. still. Just, just a brief little thing. These people are so angry about Melee, and you know what? It's a bunch of bullcrap, because so many people were super freaking excited about Sephiroth coming to Smash Ultimate. Myself included. Yeah, there you go. These If everybody's super excited about Steve, Steve-Aroth, uh, Steve, Steve all these new characters, Steve-O-Kazooie is coming, you know, we got Stevenetta in the game, and... Steve, where where is Nintendo's real like Jiggly, Jiggly, Jiggly Steve, Jiggly Steve? <laughs> where 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 where's the motivation when like the new game's great? Presumably, who cares about the 14, 19, 20 year old other game? Move on, get over it. Sephiroth will stab Mario through his little. Uh, Overall Whatever strap. Whatever that piece of clothing. Overall strap. There it is. I loved that. That that was like uh that was like in the Castlevania one where like they killed Luigi. 
Yeah, like I'm not. Even I love that they just don't ex- care. They're just like, yeah, we're gonna kill off all these characters. It's cool. I'm not even like a huge Final Fantasy fan, as I've talked about before on the show. And that trailer for the Sephiroth inclusion was dope. Like that was just like cool to watch. So they're doing something right, uh, apparently. No, they're doing everything wrong. Super Smash Brothers oh, yeah, would be eighty percent right. better if they would just focus on promoting <laughs> a nineteen-year-old game, and if it was uh, mobile, c- yeah. portable only. You know, Nintendo won't su- support Melee, so you know Nintendo's doomed. Nintendo, they're going out of business. Hashtag Donkey Steve. Free Melee. <laughs> Jiggly Steve. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've got the episode title. All right. <laughs> now, uh, it's time to talk about how was your week, um, and also known as the Minish Recap. Oh, Dag. Yeah, so many Spiegel. things. So many things to do. So little time in which to do them. And so few things that I actually want to do, like work when I can stay at home and play awesome games like Paratopic, which is, in a word, horrendous. Oof. Strong word. That that game lures you in, okay, with glorious, like PlayStation 1, the promise of a PlayStation 1 survival horror experience with, like, those weird polygonal graphics and the game just sucks. Ugh. I can't even explain it. It's like a it's the world's slowest, dullest, least scary horror walking simulator. Do not get paratopic. Don't do it. Instead, the go end. by Gone Home. No. <laughs> well, Gone Home is Gone Home is better than Paratopic. I'll say that. Oh. All right, what did you play? What did I play? Uh, speaking of horror things, a uh, friend of the show, Hamaru, got some alpha codes for Back 4 Blood. And okay, so what is Back 4 that. Blood? I was about to tell you what Back 4 Blood oh, is. So- sorry, I was trying it's to be the a spiritual good host. Six- <laughs> You're a bad host. You're not Piddle. Sorry. Where's Piddle? <laughs> um, Back 4 Blood is the spiritual successor to the Left 4 Dead series. Uh, which is like a four-player multiplayer, survive the zombie horde. I was really angry, actually. I saw someone being like, oh, wow, it's cool. It's like Call of Duty zombies with story. And I was like, what? Literally offended by that take. That you're going to go to Call of Duty zombies before you go to Left 4 Dead when it's literally, this game is Left 4 Dead? Well, you know, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare had a four in the title. So, therefore... It's taking all of its inspiration from that. Makes perfect sense. Granted, once they started to explain their take a little bit more in depth, I kind of got it. But I was like, that's not. That's not where you go first. So the game does have, like, weapon attachments on, like, Left 4 Dead. You you can actually do weapon attachments. It's got a progression system. As you go through the game, you unlock cards that increase, like, different stats. Like, you move faster. You have less bullet spread etc etc that the better you perform the better you do but also the harder the game director makes it but the game has a game director and you know another game had game director left for dead and left for dead 2 walking so, dead survival instinct had zombies so therefore the inspiration for back for blood comes from walking dead survival instinct yeah it's uh it stubs the zombie too 
It's Zombies Ate My Neighbors too. Ooh. Ooh. Would you buy it? Ooh. Question mark. Yes. Just, I don't zombies even need Ate you My to Neighbors too. Into detail. That's you don't need it. anything else. Put that That's title it. on. Yeah. In. I'll, I'll even In. pre-order it without knowing anything about it. <laughs> who's it? Uh, who's, who's the developer? That's the. Is it? Is it going to be a Nintendo game? I wonder who owns the no. rights to Zombies Ate My Neighbors. I'm going to look this up while you talk about something else. Oh wait, so Back for Blood? How is it? Like, does it does it feel like Left for Dead? Yeah, it feels a lot like Left for Dead. For it cool. being an alpha test. The game is exceedingly polished right now. Like the animations look great, the graphics look great. The actual like flow of the gameplay of the map level is really set out in such a way that it's surprising for an alpha test how how good it plays right now. Uh, I ran into a couple of bugs, which are to be expected. I reported them. Um, some things it's an with alpha. Like... It's an alpha, just like Cyberpunk is. <laughs> yeah. Some some weird things with player collision, which should be cleaned up. One of the things that I didn't like about right now that I hope that they'll fix in the art going forward is they have a progressive gore system, which is really cool. As you play through and kill more zombies, your character becomes covered in blood. Ah, I love that. It's, it's like it's, uh, Mario it's really Sunshine cool. when Mario gets covered with the paint when he, you know, slides in the paint. Yeah, when as he, as he goes through and kills more of the uh, Pinata things, he gets covered in blood. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Whatever they were called, I don't, I don't remember. Not Pinatas. Uh, yeah, <laughs> whatever they were called. That was it. Uh, the Viva, problem was Viva Pianta. That's it, Piantas. That's it. Um, the problem was, as your character gets covered in more blood, your character looks more and more like the zombies, which means that friendly fire becomes a lot more prevalent as the game oh. goes on because. Hey, look at that. That's a zombie. Oh, I just shot my teammate in the head five times because I was I scared that that zombie wasn't dying. I don't know about that. I feel like that could result in some kind of not really that fun scenarios. You know what That's I mean? That's why I'm hoping like, they changed that artistic direction. So, so, oh, so you're not saying that the game is intentionally making them look like zombies. You're just saying that's like the result of what they're doing. Yeah, the result of that particular cool little gore system happens to be, and now all of the player characters look like zombies. Well, they could just turn off friendly fire, and that would kind of solve the problem. Yeah, I guess, but that would also sort of take away... I mean, one of the things in Left 4 Dead, friendly fire was always on, but it was always really easy to tell apart the zombie models from the actual PC character models. So they'll, right. they'll, I'm sure they'll fix it as it goes. Yeah, I'm Game's excited great. to see... It, it, it plays and feels like Left 4 Dead. It, it absolutely is a spiritual successor to it. I'm not going to pre-order it because pre-ordering is for dumb people. But I am have, looking uh, forward to it going gold and purchasing it. Will it have couch co-op uh, like Left 4 Dead did? I don't know. I guess it's, it's too early, too I think, to, yeah. to tell at this point. Yeah, But it should. You know, I want to play that game with you. Uh, you know, when you come over for Fake Fest 2021 next year. Heck yeah. Uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors, by the way, uh, was developed by LucasArts. Uh, so now, eff- effectively, the property is owned by Disney, which means okay. that they are very likely to partner with EA for a Zombies Ate My Neighbors 2. However, Zombies Ate My Neighbors does have a sequel associated with it, believe it or not. I don't know if you knew about Ghoul Patrol. Nope. 
I didn't either. Did not know that uh, yeah. PC release. No, uh, Super Nintendo. Wow. Yeah. Did not know that was a thing. I'm going to look that up later. Zombies Ate My Neighbors 3, Ghoul Patrol 2. What uh, What else have you been playing, Spiegel? Give me, let's, let's kick it back your way. All right. Well, I finished uh, I finished Pikmin three Deluxe. Um, I kind of I played it co op with my wife and had an okay time. Uh, I had a better time I think than she did because she uh, she doesn't like playing games with me co op because I'm very controlling and like I, I'm a, I'm kind of a control freak and I'm like why aren't you doing this You should be doing that. You know why aren't you better at the game You stupid idiot. I don't know why that she didn't take that well, but hey, whatever. Um, but I played it solo and I had a really good time. Uh, Pikmin three deluxe is a very good game. It's very short. Unfortunately, I probably put about 10. Well, I guess 10 hours isn't very short, but it's short. Um, I enjoyed it. It was, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it was, it was a great amount of fun to revisit and the side story stuff was pretty good. Um, you play as Olimar and, and Louie from, uh, Pikmin two and you have to do like a bunch of weird challenges to kind of progress, uh, which kind of mixes up the Pikmin gameplay a little bit. Uh, so I really liked that stuff. Um, overall, if you haven't played Pikmin 3 Deluxe or Pikmin 3 on Wii U, what are you waiting for? Go get that freaking game. It's great. Actually, I do have that on Wii U. I just never played it. Oh, man. We should totally play. Th- we should play that co-op. I bet you would have a great time with that. It seems like the little bit that I did play of it, I was like, this would be way more enjoyable in co-op. Yeah, and Wii U didn't have that, but the the Switch version does. Nice. So, yeah, we should do that. I think you'd enjoy that. Cool. I'm kicking it back to you. Oh no, Dag. my turn. My turn again. What did you What did you play? Other than the thing you already said. Other than that thing, we've been doing. I'm gonna skip around on my list that I built and say we've been doing some Stardew Valley streaming on the This Is Bombers Twitch. And we're calling it Bombdew Valley, and it's been heckin' fun. Been playing with um, friend of the show, Hamaru, and some of our 11 fans, uh, Crony and Diggity. We're doing a four-player farm. We are into summer of year one. We've made a lot of money. We've almost beaten the mine. We're working on trying to figure out how to lay out our farm. We have a chicken whose name is Spiegel. I knew I should have been watching the stream for jokes about me. <laughs> this is what um, I get for not paying attention. Yep, that's what you get. It's it's just been really it's been a really good time playing every Sunday with with them, you know, goofing around, hanging out. It almost feels like old school couch multiplayer type of gameplay because it's not your traditional like online style of game. It's much more slow paced, so it's it's a lot of us just talking to each other which is really great getting that feeling especially you know in 2020 (laughs) yeah it's great it's always great to talk to to human beings uh unless you know you're doing a podcast about it um i didn't know that stardew valley uh had a multiplayer mode is that something new that was added i'm very out of the loop on that stuff it was added at some point but it's had it for a while I think it's. I think it might have always have had it on the Switch release. I, don't I bet I could convince Himaru to to kind of show me the ropes in Stardew Valley, kind of get me going, you know, kind of be like my farm mentor, so that I can actually play the game and have a good time, and not just be like I'm on a farm and I don't know what to do, which is pretty so, much how I approached that game the first time. 
I mean, it's it's Harvest Moon. If you liked Harvest Moon, you'll like Stardew Valley. Except Harvest it's better right. than Harvest Moon, so yeah. Oh. Now if he's your if he's your farmenter, is he uh taking you and causing you to slowly increase your alcohol content, or is he torturing you? As a what? farmenter or a farmenter. Those sound the same. Farm mentor combined together and like tormentor or fermenter. It's a hilarious word. So anyways, I also was playing um, <laughs> some <laughs> Elite Dangerous recently. I tried picking it up again um, Sounds with dangerous. my VR headset. It's pretty elite. It was actually really dangerous. I got so ticked off that I uh, task manager force quit the game because I got blown up for no reason when all I wanted to do was be a space trucker. Come on, let's go space trucking! Uh. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Give me another. Give me another thing you did. I uh, I I don't know. I played Picross. <laughs> I played Picross S5 as I uh, continue my march through that game. Uh, on a previous Bombers, I talked about how a uh, when a Picross game comes out on Switch, I I don't take my time with it. I play it straight through. Um, I don't I don't really stop. I basically just put on podcasts like I I marathon podcast episodes basically until it's until I'm like done with it. Um, it's just such a relaxing thing for me. It, it's what I imagine like getting totally wasted is for a lot of people like you just you can really relax when you have seven or eight shots of whiskey and i that's picross for me yeah picross i love it because it's it's like activating your brain like it's distracting your brain while also kind of turning your brain off so you have something to focus on where you don't have to think about anything because you're thinking about something else i love it it is a great cure for depression, and also, yeah, uh, better d- better drug than Lexapro and Zoloft, and seven drams of whiskey, and all of those things combined in a cocktail of deliciousness. Well, let's not let's not discount that idea. Actually, try this at home. Don't uh, tell your parents that bombers told you to do it. D- disclaimer: Don't do those things. <laughs> uh, I don't know what else. What else? Uh, I bought um I bought thirty issues of Nintendo Power the other day. Nice. Uh, <laughs> That's a large I, uh, chunk of the collection there. Yeah, so I'm collecting Nintendo Powers, and I uh, I went down to a uh, store in um in Broadhead, Wisconsin, which I will shout out. Uh, now it is called Foster's Gaming and Collectibles. Cool little hole in the wall store in Broadhead. Uh, if you're ever in the area, which you probably won't ever be, but if you are I'm there, awesome there for Fake Fest, maybe. Uh, I should take you there. Um, it's it's a cool little place. Anyway, they had like a ton of Nintendo Powers. Uh, fairly reasonably priced. I would say maybe a little overpriced. But I, I saw them all and I was like... I, I told the dude who was running the store, I'm like, look, I want all of these. And some of them don't have stickers on them telling me what the price is supposed to be. Because you guys are so freaking lazy <laughs> that you don't label everything when you get it. So I was like, look, I want these... I will name the price based off of the fair price that I see on eBay for the thing. And then you will either counter offer me or say that I can take it. If you counter offer me, I will probably not buy it. 
I was I played I played hardball with the guy and I did I did walk out of there with a pretty good deal on the stuff. So I'm pretty happy. Got some old ones, some new ones, uh, and uh, my Nintendo Power Collection grows unabated. So, so it wasn't exciting. it wasn't like a block of thirty. It was just a random smattering of thirty throughout the run. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you exactly which issues they were off the top of my head. I did not really, I didn't really read them or anything. Like when I got home, I just put them right in the plastic, and I'm gonna open them later. Uh, I I, pl- I do plan on reading them all, but I'm like I'm reading them in order. I just finished issue number five, so I need to get issue number six. And then I, I need to obtain issues like 7 through 20 or something because I don't have any of them. Yeah, so. those early ones I can't imagine are easy to find. No, they're pretty hard to get. Um, but th- they're weirdly not that expensive uh, unless they have like a really well-known game on the cover, which is interesting. That makes sense um, considering that t- type of magazine that they are. Yeah, I mean, I the like the Paper Mario issue is really expensive, which is, I mean, Paper Mario the game is really expensive. So that mm. checks out. Um, but like track and field, the Konami's track and field is not an expensive issue, even though it's like the third issue. So go figure. Yeah. Interesting. Speaking of is getting it? cool things, check out this gift that I got from one of our fans of the show, uh, uh rumor. This is the part of the show where we do an entirely visual thing that I'm As going we... to take a screenshot of and post it in our only friends uh thing on the discord and if you want to get access to that you have to pay us money so i mean if you're still listening at this point you probably should just give us some money but uh, here's the reveal oh well i've already seen it so no this is okay i'm you're you're ruining the magic there is no hold on i ah shoot keep it keep it held up i haven't gotten the screenshot yet okay oh shoot dang it it's pretty cool looking right do that face again that happy looking face okay hold that Hold that. Uh, it hurts. Okay. That, okay, I got it. Oh my <laughs> got <goodness>. it. <laughs> You're killing me. Pretty cool. That's okay. Going that on was my a wall. great. That was a great minute of audio. Good yeah, work. sure, sure was. That's going on my wall. I attempted that to the... fix my uh, computer downstairs, and I think that they shipped me a defective CPU. So holy ship! Wow. Thanks. You're welcome. I have no response to you now. So you have a broken computer, Zyber has a broken computer, Piddle has a broken life, and I have a broken heart. Collarbone. Bam! Oh, ow. Why would you do that? Uh, No, I'm fine, actually. I don't know why that was funny to me. I don't either. I, I'm debating on whether we should just end the episode, uh, but I, I think that uh, maybe you've got one more thing. Oh, maybe not. Not really. Uh, no, not really. Uh, I played Apex Legends, whatever. Um, I'm part of a cyberpunk role-playing tabletop game based off of the rule set that became Cyberpunk 2077, but we've harped on that enough. Do you cyber with them? Heck yeah. Every other... Tuesday. Do kids still do cybering? Like, is that a thing that I don't do? I don't want to think about kids. No, not kids, that. but like, no, Ugh. that's not. <laughs> the podcast is over. <laughs>